0: Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Cablinds is holding on. Cut glory for Cablinds. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light on, Premier Racing once again, and I'm battling hay fever today, so it is a battle getting through this episode, but... You know what they say? The show must go on, and this show is going on. And the reason it's going on is because I've got a co-host who's willing to take the driver's seat. I speak of Jason Adams. Jace, how are you?
1: Hello, Jim. I'm well, and it feels like I'm one of the, the very few that are well. Everyone around me buddy bloody crook, including you now. So uh, all kinds of blazing mate. Looking forward to a big carter racing on Thursday.
0: Well, I think it's just acclimatising back to Melbourne. I've gone from 24 degrees every day last week to, what is it, about minus 5 every day down here?
1: Yeah, minus five or six, something like that. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Getting up in the morning and you breathe outside. and It's just all that uh, huff and puff that comes out. It's uh, it's a bit difficult when the alarm goes off, that's for sure.
0: Run of the week. I think for once uh, it wasn't too hard to find run of the week last week, Jase. Was there one that stood out for you? Oh, I think you're
1: alluding to Corburn Roses here, who was just unbelievable, wasn't she?
0: Had no right to win, and and this is how she went about it. Corburn Roses, and the lure on the roll. The congratulations. Wow, she's fast. Grade five. They're set and they're away. Speed in the middle from our shout. It's going to fly out and lead. Loxton Bale got a lovely run across to a clear second. Now takes the lead and goes clear. Out by two lengths on Usman Bale who railed through to second. Our shout back to third. Fourth was Alfie Moon. Corborne Roses is about eight off the lead. And last of all was Orson Emmy down the back. Loxton Bale leads out by about two. Usman Bale is stalking it, starting to reel it in. And running on was Alfie Moon. They're clear then of Roses is eating up the ground, but it's Loxton Bale in front on the turn, three in front. They're starting that to PB toe, bursting through Corborne Roses. There's a win and a half. Corborne Roses has won it. There's a win and a half. He's he's very good at that, Dan Hibbert, spotting the run and, and getting that one-liner right. But that was enormous, wasn't it? What was even better, Jace, is we both tipped Corborne Roses. I thought she could lob a lot closer than she did, obviously, but that was some sort of a win.
1: Yeah, it well, was. I saw some quotes from Dale Chapman, early in the week who handled her and look when she sort of settled where she did the rest of us wouldn't even pay attention to what she was doing but of course him having the closest association he had one eye on her and got the absolute show after that so she was enormous and she ran home in a time of ten fifty. which for those who don't really um understand i guess what that sort of means, the strongest sprinters get home in that sort of time so she's been enormous and who knows what sort of alarm bells,
0: Jim, it it rings for, for her stepping up to 700 metres. Yeah, like you say, it's what the sprinters run at the end of 500, not at the end of 600. So to go that extra 100 metres and, and still be finishing just as quick as the, the the really strong sprinters, it is an extraordinary effort, no two ways about that. Now, I spoke to you a moment ago off air, Jace. Um, Being, you know, a part of the show, I thought you would have listened to the Meadows edition on Saturday night. Do you maybe butt heads a little bit with the Meadows, seeing as you're a sand down boy? oh no you know i hate this stuff no not at all it's it's <laughs> one sport it's
1: one family mate we're all going
0: for the one goal now the reason i say that is there's a brand new segment on the green light on premier racing podcast i had a brainstorming sesh whilst i was away up at noosa and here it is it's green light on premier racing quiz time just when you thought things couldn't get any better it's the green light on premier racing quiz and are you happy to play jace Happy to play, mate. All in. Let's go. Hey, I, I spoke to Corey on the episode last, and I said to answer questions, obviously, uh, because you're learning, you're first up, first up from a spell, you just have to say your name as a buzzer. Yes, you're the only player, so if you could just say Jason, and then pause for a moment before giving your answer, just to give those at home uh, a chance of getting the answers right. Now, I'm going to play some audio, which is a race at Sandowner. A bit of a favourite of mine, a memorable race at Sandown Park. Now listen to the race precisely. I'm going to ask you three questions from this particular race. Here it is.
1: Then proven Maddie, but Black Magic Opal has the Melbourne Cup. Four-length break into the straight. Dinah Beth running on late, but Black Magic Opal's gonna go all the way. Black Magic Opal wins by two to Dina Beth. To...
0: Don't need to hear that again, Jace. No, I caught that just. Okay, course yeah, now it was the Black Magic Opal Melbourne Cup question 1 who was race calling that event? Jason. Yes, you Sir Jason. Rochester. Sir Sir Rochester. Rochester. That's a stinger too believe it or not that clapping noise. Uh, question number 2 Black Magic Opal what time did he run in that Melbourne Cup? Now not what it was on the board what was it amended to? 29:39 Oh, that's a very good effort. It was. I can't give you that. It was twenty, and you never gave me your buzzer either. So that's all right. We'll let you off this time. Twenty-nine point three six nine was the uh, the Mm. official run, and it flashed up at twenty-nine point three six. So amended effectively to twenty-nine thirty-seven. Now. The reason I use this replay is because obviously with our first ever deep dive, it was with Bill Bacilli, who was one of the owners of Black Magic Opal. If you want to listen to that podcast, just click right down at the start where it all began and you can have a 30-minute a uh, listen to uh, to Bill Bacilli and how he, he got the, the superstar that was Black Magic Opal. Now, my third and final question for you, Jace, what year was that Melbourne Cup? Jason. Yes, you, Jason. 2013. Oh, I need to work on that that stinger there, but that is correct, mate. Well done. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, not too bad. They're not too far away from the third as well. So that, I'm
1: happy with that. I'll give myself a pat on the back, soon. Just Thank
0: you. Just an extra question, mate. How much prize money was up for grabs in that Melbourne Cup for first, second, and third combined?
1: First,
0: second, and third combined. Uh, I'll go with 600. 500. Thursday's preview. Let's turn our attention to trying to win $500,000, mate. Gamble responsibly, of course. 12 races at headquarters in Melbourne. Do you have a couple of best bets before we start? I'm not going to ask what they are, but are there a few that stand out for you? Yeah, there's one, Jim. Comes up early as well, so... um Yeah, a bit of a tricky card, especially late, but there's one that did stand out to me. Oh, I like a good tease like that. Race number one kicks off. uh, First event at seven past six. I'm with Sin City Angel here. Unlucky last time. Draws better, I think, closer to the rails. And if she can reproduce what she did here three runs ago, she'll take a power of catching from the top. 100%.
1: I'm with her too. Sin City Angel just... Didn't sort of get the break that she did get in her past couple last week, so hopefully she can make amends.
0: Race two, now there's a couple of real star youngsters in this one. I speak of Sweet Vibes, who was big, big last week, and also cashing in. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I've tossed and turned on this one, but I'm going to go with... I'll, I'll pass it to you, and then I'll come back if you can try and lean me into one or the other. Best bet of the night. Race two, number two, Sweet Vibes. Yeah.
1: He was magnificent last week, and... He sort of got a bit of a saloon run, but I sense he might get the same sort of run. Oh, 10.35, I think he got home yeah. in, which is just serious, serious strength. So if he's close, I think he'll be winning.
0: I'll jump on the bandwagon, join you with Sweet Vibes. But if in can lead, I think she's going to take so much, so much beating from the top. But I'll go on your ship of Sweet Vibes. Race number three now, the Judy Haley Memorial. Very, very special event on the program. Uh, I think the, the Ennis pair out wide, they're going to have to work across, but I think they're the two class runners I speak of. Plagiarise in box seven, uh, wrote the script in box number eight. Based on, on what they did last time, I'm just going to stick to the old method. The fastest qualifier into the final gets the job done. Race three, number seven, plagiarise for me.
1: Yeah, I'm with wrote the script, the kennel mate in box eight. Just thinking he might, might be able to show a little bit more toe. Yeah. He's got a, a really good, probably first 300 metres. So if he can take advantage of that, I think he's right in it. I'm just hoping plagiarize Eyes can hold the kennel mate out.
0: Race four, how do you
1: see this one? Uh, number three, Piscopo Bale. It's just not a lot of pace on her inside at all. So she gets uh, gets the jump. She's going to have it all the play with
0: early. I agree, mate. The uh, the whole race hasn't got a lot of early speed. So might be the way to go. Race number five, the uh, the Karen Leak Memorial. Another very special race on the calendar. This one here. Speak about no speed in the previous race. This is the opposite. Let's win coin in box one. Vader Bale, the Wagga Cup winner in box number three. I'm going to go with let's win coin. Surely she won't miss the start in back-to-back weeks.
1: And from a good draw as well. I, look, this is an open race to me. So I went with number five, Luna Cruz. It's uh, some serious value. Just think she can... Look, she runs those 5.15s, and I don't mind her from this sort of draw, so I think she can uh, run a race at a big price.
0: Race six on with Jacks Bale, returned at the Meadows. He was strong late, but security man was good in a speed star match race. Only went 29.83. I know the track wasn't great, but uh, I'm going to go with Jacks Bale to run him down.
1: Yeah, I'll be with Jax as well. He's virtually got a vacant on his inside and Radic yeah. fails. So hopefully take advantage of that.
0: Race seven, sort of been waiting for Macaulay's lad to draw an inside plum draw at Sandown Park. With a couple of down-the-track performances, the ranking's gone down a little bit. Finds himself, I think, well and truly in a in a race that uh, that he can win. So pretty keen on Macaulay's lad. Borderline my best bet of the night. Yeah, I'm with him as well. Look, he's lost a bit of his early burn, but as you say, this is a field that
1: there's no way known he would have been up against, say, six months ago. So from mm. a good draw, I'll be with him.
0: He's been jumping well, but just getting outpaced, and I think there's that exactly. lack of lack of mid-race pace in this race. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. Anyway, race number eight, mate, mix four and five, 5.95. I'll go with the eight, Hilltop Jack.
1: Number six for me, Black Jet. Don't mind him from this sort of draw, so he's on top for me.
0: Venus Light's the proven stayer in this next race. has got uh, form against all the big boys and girls, so I'll go each way. Number five, Venus Light. I'll go number one here, Play Nice. And isn't the pressure on Tim Britton? Mm. Have a look at the ownership
1: uh, behind Play Nice and also number four on the off. Mary Britton, mum, so the pressure's on Timmy, <laughs> but
0: obviously the red. Deliver, mate. Uh, the pressure will be on. Now, uh, race number 10, uh, David Gill with a pretty strong hand here with Aussie Pack and Nick McNamara. So how do you see this one? Osman Bale,
1: for me, drops back in distance after I hit out over 600 last week. So... Uh, hopefully he can find himself
0: in a similar position and he'll be better suited over this trip. Yeah, I think he'll be hard to beat. Each way, uh, Usman Bale, I'm happy to play him each way, although I do have a lot of time for Nick Mack Miss. I just think she needs a bit of luck from box number six. Race 11, now we're about about to chat to Lukey Adams on the uh, the podcast. He's got zipping Camilla. Uh, I'm going to go with number three, Go Go Ringo. I just think he's drawn nicely down to the inside. He's been consistently jumping well from wide draws having to work. He might just be able to cross those two on the inside and take some catching. Yeah, I'll be
1: with the red here, Sandy Camp, Road. just know with Team Thompson once They sort of string up a few good performances in the provincial scene. They just might bring him to the city unless they're ready to roll. So I'll be with him. I'm
0: just a little bit worried about his early speed, 5.43 at sale, but the, the closing section was outstanding. And race 12, mate, to round it out, uh, tricky race to, uh, to finish, but I'm with number one, Octavia Bale. Uh, form in better races, gets the inside draw, hasn't drawn a box for some time.
1: Yeah, tricky, bold, and underline. This is very hard. I just went with number two here, Hogie's Bourbon, for Beck Robin, who pinched her race last week and hoping she can do so again here in the last.
0: Punters Punting Club. Punters Punting Club. How do we play the Punters Punting Club with $50 in the kicker? As always, make gamble responsibly.
1: Well, we split it in half last week and got one of them right, but still at a. Pretty skinny pricing, quick smart. So the pineapple strain on the beak this week, race two number two, sweet vibes. Yeah. Have
0: yourself, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting move. I'm gonna go with race seven number one. I'm just a, an each way player. I think McCoolie's lad will probably drift out a little bit. Um, as long as he holds the check out early, I think it's gonna be really hard to beat. So race seven number one, I'll go twenty five bucks each way. All right, Jace, that wraps up uh, your time here on the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcast. I'm sure you've had a blast.
1: Always had a blast with you, mate. I like the quiz as well. I, I yeah. hope that's the staple of this podcast going forward. Well,
0: mate, I thought it would be something that we only do once every now and then, but uh, with with questions that date back ten years, um, I think it's something that might stick around.
1: Yeah, and I think there's a good level of um, of difficulty as well. Sometimes they can be absolute. Joe, the gooses are looking be too hard. I thought you'd done well.
0: Inside info. Inside info, time ahead of Sandown Park and I'm looking for a man who's in good form. I've gone through the stats, he's won 7 of his past 14 races that he's been involved in as a trainer. A former New South Welshman who's going to be watching the football as he calls it tonight. I speak of Luke Adams who's good enough to join us on the podcast. Lukey, how are you mate? Good, mate, self. Uh, Good, good. I I interrupted you on a Wednesday afternoon letting you know that I I want to grab you for a chat and you said the football's on tonight. You're speaking of the state of origin, mate. Who's going to win that?
2: New South Wales, hopefully.
0: (laughs) You're a mad New South Welshman. Uh, You've made the move down to Melbourne. Speaking Greyhounds, uh, obviously a a big move for you. You had some good success up in New South Wales. How has the the transition been? I see you've got the support of the Hellenons, which obviously helps.
2: Yeah, it's been good. Um... A little bit tough, but, um, you know, you just go with the flow and do your best, and that's all you can do.
0: You say it was tough. Obviously, when you first moved here, very, very limited starters for a long period of time. Do you do you feel like you've got your feet on the ground now? You've got, obviously, a couple of dogs going around. As I said, you've won seven of your last 14. Do you feel like it's just starting to, to come together now here in Melbourne Town? Yeah,
2: everything's going good now. just starting to, Um, took me a while to get on my feet, but...
0: It's going good now. I just gotta you know, keep it rolling. What 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 was it that you found, I guess, so hard when you, you say it's taken you a while to find your feet? Is there anything in particular that you can put that down to? Um
2: Yeah, the class of dog, faster dogs. <laughs> I probably I left a lot faster dogs from where I went to, but you know, it is what it is and you just gotta um I feel good on my own and um yeah, it's a challenge and I like it. I just wake up every day and I enjoy the challenge of training dogs and it's good.
0: The one thing I suck about here in Victoria, mate, is the weather. How have you found the cold weather down there at Giffard West? It wouldn't be the warmest place in the world, would it?
2: I hate
0: it. I did say I hate it. <laughs> You're not I the only one. Kennels, I was down in the kennels this morning. I let the dogs
2: out. Five minutes, it starts raining. I bring them in. It stops. And then I let them out again. <laughs> I said, oh. I hate it, dead said. But the weather ain't no so good in New South either. So,
0: yeah, well, that is true, mate. But welcome to Melbourne. Race eleven tomorrow night at Sandown Park. You've got Zipping Camilla going around. This segment's called Inside Info. Is there Inside Info that you can give us on her? She's never raced at Sandown Park, has she been there at all? And how do you see her chances? She was a good winner at Sale two starts ago.
2: Yeah, I've had her for a little bit now, probably six months. I've probably got a start of a year. Um, she had a couple of box-to-boxes at Sandown early on, she went respectable, um, but she had a metatarsal problem, had to give her a bit of time off, and then I brung her back and realistically she was, she was going awful, I was, I was very close to sending her back home, but, um, I just tinkered a few little things here and there, and, um, She's sort of coming good now. I tried her on Saturday at Sale, and it's the by far the best she's ever gone. So she's going as well as ever. I think she's probably as fit as she can get to now.
0: So. Well, it's positive. We it's positive then. Uh, Box 5 obviously a bit of a challenge uh, first up at Sandown.
2: Yeah, I think um, Race 11 is a negative, I think. She um, she gets a bit hyper, a bit excited. First line is good. I'd like her first line going in the boxes a bit early. It's good just so she can settle a bit. But um, she just I don't think she's a bitch. She don't like to be crowded. So I probably don't mind her sort of boxed in the middle. She can get out and go and they don't come down on her or, or anything like that. She might be all right. But we'll just see. I think to be realistically, she would probably 29-6 around there at best.
0: I'm not sure if you've seen, mate, but there's already a scratching in the race. Race eleven, number six, Quebec bails out. So that little bit of room you speak of might have just got a little bit wider. Oh, good. So is that there's a vacant? Yeah. 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 No reserves. Oh, good. oh, that that'll help for sure then. Hey, I'm bringing you good news on the podcast today, mate. No <laughs> yeah. doubt about that. What's what's the dream for you, mate? What 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 do you want to get up to here in Victoria? And are there a few races that you'd love to get your hands on?
2: Uh, I don't really target races to be honest. I just try and I get the best out of every dog. I get, and that's it. It's just, it's all about, you know, everyone wants to win the prize money. So the bigger races, the better, I guess, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is. You just race, and that's it. You get a good one come along, you target them races. But at the moment, I haven't really got much to target big races. But eventually, hopefully, I get there.
0: I'll tell you what, mate, that was uh, a perfect little one-liner, I think, for a resume. Uh, Just get the best out of every greyhound that you have in the kennel and and things will look after themselves from there. Well, hey, I've got a little bit more good news for you, mate. I'm going to let you go so you can watch that origin clash. Open up a beer, enjoy yourself, mate, in front of the fire because it's... uh, Bloody miserable here in Victoria, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, no,
0: sweet asthma, I appreciate it. And that now puts the line through another edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. I feel like Jimmy Jakes in that famous call at Globe Derby where he was where he was running out of voice. I can't even speak anymore. The hay fever's got a hold. Until next time, punters, safe traveling, happy putting. We'll see you next time.